Hey, it's Michelle here. I know you've got a lot going on. Kids, work, house, family, all the things. And maybe it's got you feeling not like yourself. But is it like I need a nap and a snack kind of tired? Or are you experiencing burnout? A recent study found that 83% of moms are experiencing burnout. And so many of you have asked me to do more coaching around burnout. So I am so excited to announce our brand new private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout. One thing I know about you is that you don't have time for another long PDF or a recorded masterclass that just sits in your inbox because you don't have an extra hour to sit down and watch it. So I created this five episode private podcast just for you. There are five short actionable episodes that you can access anywhere when you're making dinner in the pickup line or working out. And by the end of this series, you'll have an understanding of what stage of burnout you're at. Spoiler, there are three stages of burnout. And I'll give you my proven six-step framework to healing burnout so that you can start shifting the energy of how you feel and recovering from your burnout today. I want to encourage you While burnout is super common, it is not normal, you guys. You don't have to wake up every day feeling like this. You can heal. You can regulate your nervous system. You can unlock the stress cycle. You can restore your energy and you can heal from burnout. Click the link in the show notes to check out the private podcast series, Heal Your Burnout, today. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. What's up, friends? Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. I am your master coach, Michelle Grosser. And today we are talking about habits of successful moms. So grateful you guys are here with us today. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you could just hit subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes dropping Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And if you haven't done so yet, if you could leave a five-star review and maybe even a short rating, just a couple sentences, what you love about the podcast, it would mean a lot to me and it helps get the show out to other mamas because heaven knows we need community and encouragement and lifting each other up and speaking life into each other. So if you found any value in the Calm Mom podcast, it would just mean so much and it would be so helpful if you could take a second to rate and review so other mamas can find us and be encouraged. Habits of successful women. I was talking to someone the other day and they were telling me or they were pointing out to me like, man, you're managing a lot in this season. And as I sat down and thought about it, I was like, wow, like, yes, I am. 
And also, this is the most I've ever had on my plate, um, just the businesses that I'm managing in my family, in our ministry, so many different things. And it got me also realizing, like I had this revelation that not only am I managing more, am I holding more, am I doing more than I've ever done in my whole life, <laughs> and I'm also doing it without feeling super stressed, overwhelmed, burned out, all of these things. In the past, I've done a lot. I think back of like in law school, I was um, working at an Irish pub trying to pay my way through law school. So I would work at that pub until five in the morning, come home, rest for a few hours, go to law school. I didn't have any kids at that time, thank God. But obviously that was a really crazy schedule. That was a lot on my plate. I was doing a lot. And I remember feeling almost every day that I was so burnt out and I was exhausted and I felt down and I was just always frazzled and overwhelmed. And I think back and I'm actually doing more now than I was then, but I've learned, right, through over the last couple of years, I guess, how to manage, one, how to set better boundaries, and then two, how to manage my somatic, bo somatic body so that I can just hold more of life without it stressing me out. I've learned how to expand my window of tolerance. I've learned how to expand my capacity, right? So that I can do more, hold more, think of more, manage more, all of this stuff without it wrecking me. Um, and the only way I can do that is because I've done a ton of this inner work. So I thought it would be cool if we talked about some of the habits of successful women. And I'm not just talking about habits that are going to make you, you know, a million dollars. I'm not talking about business success. I'm talking about habits that will serve every area of your life, right? So yes, they apply to business. Yes, they apply to motherhood, relationships, families, um, your personal health, well-being. These are all habits that are really just self-care at its core, I think. I put together five of them. I'm going to talk really briefly on each. And as I go through them, my encouragement to you, my invitation to you is to really latch on to one that resonates. One that resonates when you think that you might be able to benefit from most and try to put it into practice over the next week. These aren't like big elaborate things that are going to take you hours or that you need all these new systems or products or anything for. But I tell you that each one truly has the capacity to make a huge difference in your well-being. It really does. Mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. All the ways. Okay, let's jump in. Number one. The number one habit of successful moms is that I think successful moms are okay with not being understood by everyone, not being understood by everyone. Friends, this is one of life's ultimate freedoms. It really is. Like the fact is that you and me, neither one of us will be understood by everyone we encounter, right? Not everyone's going to agree with our decisions. Not everyone's going to agree with how we do things in our marriage. Not everyone's going to agree with how we raise our kids, the decisions that we make around our kids and our family, right? People just won't get it. They won't get why and how our family does or doesn't do certain things. They might not understand boundaries we set. And I think the sooner that we can release the need to be understood by everyone, the sooner we can free ourselves from carrying that weight. Because there are people, maybe even in our own families that might never get it, right? We could explain it until we're blue in the face and they just won't ever get it. They just won't ever agree and it's got to be okay. 
It might hurt. I'm not saying that it won't hurt. It might take some processing. But I tell you, the sooner you can release the need to be understood is the sooner that you can get over it, the sooner you can get on with it, and really just live boldly in alignment with your values and your family's um, your, your family's values, right? Your values and your family's. So let it go, mama. Number two, they set boundaries. Number two top habit of successful moms is that they set boundaries. And I talk about this a lot, but I really think boundaries are one of, if not the most powerful form of self-care. Like talk to me about the mayonnaise and the petties and the facials and all that stuff. I'm here for it. I love it. But let me tell you, boundaries will give you more freedom, more rest, more energy, more self-love. It's true self-care. Boundaries will give you truer self-care than anything else. So I'm talking about loving, healthy boundaries that will really be put in place to help protect you from burnout, protect your family time, protect your priorities, protect your bandwidth, right? Protect your mental and emotional health. Because boundaries, they help keep you on course, right? Think of it like those guardrails on the side of the highway, right? You tend to veer off. You're not paying attention. Those boundaries are there to protect you, keep you on course. They keep you free from distraction, right? Boundaries help guard our hearts. If we want to find success in whatever arena, wherever it's important to us, we're not going to be able to do so without good boundaries, because distraction is everywhere. I don't have to tell you, right? We're all running around with this extra appendage called a cell phone. Distraction is available to us. And I have a whole episode on boundaries. It's episode 45. I will link it in the show notes for you guys. Um, But boundaries, if boundaries are new to you, if you've had difficulties setting boundaries, if you've really struggled to enforce boundaries, If you find that people are walking all over your boundaries or you set boundaries for yourself and you stick to them for a couple days and then you kind of let them go, or if you just want a framework to really help you set some boundaries that you know you've got to set, take a listen to episode 45. I basically walk you step by step through a framework on how to set and enforce loving boundaries. It's really good. I think you'll find it super helpful. Okay, number three. The number three top habit of successful moms is that they make time to reflect, evaluate, and adjust. Reflect, evaluate, and adjust. I think this can be a powerful daily practice, but if that feels like a lot, I get it. Just do it weekly or do it monthly, but you cannot let too much time pass without taking a moment to really reflect on what's working, what's not working, right? What you want to keep doing, what you want to start doing. Um, And maybe what you need to stop doing. You can do it alone. You can do it with your partner. You can do it with your family. Do it with your business. But I encourage you, just take 20 minutes to brainstorm on some of the the strengths, some of the weaknesses of the day, the week, the month, so you can really focus on doing more of what works, right? Changing what doesn't, stopping what doesn't, before you get too deep in the muck of like systems and habits that are not serving you. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, 
Whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. Number four, the top four success habit for moms is that they're mindful of their self-talk. And friends, what we are doing in motherhood, what we're doing as working moms, what we're doing as high-achieving, ambitious moms, it's not easy. It's actually really, really, really hard. Like let yourself just sit in that acknowledgement for a minute. You're not failing. You're not the only one that feels like it's a struggle sometimes. It actually is that hard. Right? I'm not going to deny that. That's why we need each other. That's why we need resources. There's a lot we're carrying. There's a lot we're coordinating. There's a lot we're holding. And it is heavy sometimes. I know I've been there. I'm still there sometimes. But I also know that it is way harder and it's way heavier when our self-talk is harmful, when our self-talk is just crappy and negative and it's not speaking life, right? Like it's just harder that way. Our inner voice is so powerful and our inner voice creates our reality. It just becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're waking up every day and you're just kind of beating yourself up and you're just kind of wallowing in pity or in victim or in this defeatist mindset, or maybe you find that you're being super critical of yourself, right? You're really hard on yourself. Friend, you're making this whole journey, which is already hard. You're making it so much harder. So just be mindful, just be mindful. And if this is a pattern, right, this this self-talk, this negative self-talk, if it's a pattern, you start to notice how you're speaking to yourself, how you're speaking about yourself, just start to become aware of it. I tell you guys all the time, we cannot intervene in a world that we cannot see, right? Awareness precedes choice. So we first have to become aware of it so that we can do something about it. And once you catch it, allow yourself to change direction. Allow yourself, right? Extend yourself some compassion and make a decision to form a new narrow pathway, a new pattern of thinking and speaking. Start speaking life. Start encouraging. Maybe even write yourself, you know, a five-sentence affirming mantra and put it somewhere on your phone where when you notice yourself saying something, negative, saying something critical that you go and you're like, nope, I'm not doing that today. Only love today. Only love today. And start speaking that mantra over your life. Speak life. Speak encouragement, right? Extend yourself compassion. Become your own greatest cheerleader. It really does make all the difference. And then lastly, number five, 
habit number five, the top habit of successful moms is that they have mentors. And friends, the power of a mentor is exponential. It really just is. It's like compound interest, right? It's just exponential. And mentors have the ability to compress time. They have the ability to take us from, you know, point A to point Z, something that might have taken months or years or decades to learn. A mentor can really teach us in minutes or hours. And if you don't have a mentor in your business, in your workspace, I encourage you to find one ASAP, even if you have to pay for one, right? Like hiring a business coach, it's worth it. And then something I don't think gets enough airtime is having a motherhood mentor, right? We say that it takes a village and a motherhood mentor is kind of that same idea. So maybe it's your own mom, maybe it's your grandmother or an aunt. And if you don't have someone like that in your family, maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's a family friend, maybe it's a coworker, just someone whose motherhood journey, um, whose motherhood values, family values, you really admire. Someone that seems to do things in a way that aligns with how you want to do things. Someone that you can vent to, someone you can seek wise counsel from get advice from, be encouraged by someone who's been there and is a few steps ahead of you. It's just so important to have people in our lives who are a few steps ahead of us or maybe many steps ahead of us on the motherhood journey that are able to pour into us, extend their hand, pull us along when we need some help. So if you don't have mentors, if you don't have a professional mentor, if you don't have a motherhood mentor, Maybe this is your prompting to make this one your priority. It's going to be worth it. Um, But whichever one you choose, whatever resonated most with you, releasing that, having to be understood by everyone, setting better boundaries, making time to reflect, evaluate, and adjust, being mindful of your self-talk or finding mentors. I just encourage you again. I invite you. I implore you to choose one. Really be intentional about it this week. Really focus on it. I'm believing that if you decide to focus on it for one week, you're going to see change and you're going to want to um, extend this new habit and this new practice. It's really going to make a difference. So I love you. I am rooting for you. I'm believing you're going to have such a great day. I will talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, It would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.